0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio
1: Network. The Serious Sound of the J. Rouse Show is coming up next right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. It is best.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
2: No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out.
3: No more, boys will be boys.
2: No more, I'll say something next time.
3: No more,
4: why didn't she tell anyone?
2: No more, she was flirting with him.
4: No more, she's too smart to let
2: that happen. No more, not my problem.
5: No more, he didn't mean it. No more, why does not she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry.
0: No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more,
2: she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more We don't talk about that
6: No more bystanding
2: No more ignorance
3: No more excuses No more No more No more WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you If you've been drinking, get a ride Take a cab Find another safe way to get home Cops all across the country Are cracking down on drunk driving They will see you before you see them Drive sober or get
0: pulled over. Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best. Hey, 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 good morning. If you're ready, map it a sap. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am first
7: very honored that you would join me he has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away.
3: Hey, how old are you, Kathleen? You know what? I'm going to make
1: a do what I do. Man, man what's crack-a-lackin', baby? What's crack a It's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown Show. Don't
0: try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network.
8: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. This weekend's meeting between the leaders of North and South Korea is keeping alive hopes for a summit between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Kim and South Korean President Moon Jae-in met yesterday in the DMC. NPR's Elise Hu is in Seoul.
0: Moon said he and Kim Jong-un met at their shared border on a request by Kim.
7: In a press conference, Moon described his conversation with Kim as candid. He said Kim made clear his will for denuclearization and wanted to end the history of war and confrontation between the two Koreas. Moon further said he hopes for a trilateral summit after a potential upcoming summit between the U.S. and North Korea.
8: Speaking at the White House last night, President Trump said efforts to keep the summit between him and Kim seem to be, in his words, going along very well. The White House says an advanced team is to head to Singapore to prepare as planned. Trump talked about North Korea as he welcomed 26-year-old Joshua Holt, told to ride back in the United States after having spent the past two years jailed without trial in Venezuela. This weekend's forecast calls for wet weather for much of the Gulf Coast as subtropical storm Alberto prepares to make landfall. Troy Public Radio's Kyle Gassett reports that the governor of Alabama has joined the governors of Florida, Mississippi, and Georgia in issuing states of emergency. In her
9: statement, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey said she's concerned about the possibility of serious flash flooding when Alberto brings rain to the coastline in amounts that may rise close to the level of a foot. In addition, the National Weather Service says that the combination of storm surge and tide may cause areas along the coast that are typically dry to flood quickly, and there's the possibility that isolated tornadoes may hit parts of the state. Alabama recently announced record tourism numbers for the past year, but that economy may take a slight hit this holiday weekend as visitors choose to spend the unofficial start of summer in places other than Gulf Coast beaches. For NPR News,
8: I'm Kyle Gassett in Montgomery, Alabama. Industry groups say lawsuits against oil companies over climate change are frivolous. Grace Hood from Colorado Public Radio reports that nearly a dozen lawsuits are working their way through the courts.
2: In Colorado, the city and county of Boulder are suing two oil giants over damages from wildfires and floods that they say were related to climate change. Lindsay DeLaTour is with the Manufacturers Accountability Project, an industry-backed effort to oppose litigation like this.
10: We're concerned that if this trend continues, it could harm manufacturers of all sectors and sizes.
2: In California this week, a group of oil and gas companies petitioned a judge to throw out suits filed by San Francisco and Oakland. The judge delayed the decision, seeking more documentation from both sides. For NPR News, I'm Grace Hood in Boulder, Colorado.
8: And you're listening to NPR News.
4: Coming up next on The Serious Side...
10: The 65-year-old grandmother wailing in this dash cam video had just been pulled over by police in Alpharetta, Georgia. It took six officers to take Rose Campbell into custody. The
4: video shows a Cobb County, Georgia police officer talking to a woman in a car he pulled over on a traffic stop. She's unwilling to move her hands, afraid, she says, of getting shot, and he tells her, don't worry.
11: But you're not black.
0: Remember, we only kill black people. Yeah, we only kill black people, right?
7: Harvey Weinstein has been taken into custody. After an ongoing investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct, E.T. can confirm that Weinstein turned himself into police at the first precinct in New York
12: City early Friday. The
4: NFL is out tonight with a new policy on the national anthem insisting that players on the field must stand for the anthem but that the team will be fined. Players taking a knee to protest became a national controversy after President Trump condemned it. Well, tonight the players say they were not consulted, and at least one team says that if their players kneel, they'll pay for them. Welcome to the Serious Side of the J. Ryle Show, with Dr. Princess Odilia, Kathleen Williams, Mr. Jerome Esprit, and Mr. Elias. Now here is your host, J. Ryle.
1: Good morning to you folks. Today it is May twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. You're tuned to the serious side of the J Ral Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on TTRS Radio Network Online Radio. It is best. Uh, I never share the stage by myself like the man said. I am J round as you guys have figured it out by now. Hope you guys are having a great Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure where you're spending your Sunday, but I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a jam packed and probably a very controversial show. But let's get it started, because as always, I never share the stage by myself. Let me introduce you to some of the best colleagues in the world, some of my dearest friends, my radio family. Let me start off with my sister uh, from another mother. I love her dearly. She's a member of the TGRS Radio Network family. She is out in the wild wilderness doing her thing, but she is into Come on and stomp in to make sure she provides comments for this morning's show. The very lovely Miss Vanessa Mae Belly from the mac Belly. What's up, Vanessa? <laughs>
13: <laughs> My God, that was such a wonderful Okay, Jay. Thank you.
14: Good morning, I missed everything Everybody. I said.
0: Uh,
13: uh, good morning. Good wilderness. morning. Good mo- and in the wild, and I am camping on the Gulf of uh, Mexico and if I sound all crazy, forgive me because my allergies are going ballistic, but I'm having a ball. So I am here Absolutely. and world day to everybody. And thank you to our petris for everything, J. Ryle, that you all have done for us.
1: Thank you so much for that. As always, just a classy, classy woman. And let me make sure, let me make sure I say this because people are addressing you by Miss McAnally. Her last name is Haynes it's just my nickname for her folks so stay tuned <laughs> all right thank you so much Vanessa for being here let me introduce you to I mean where do I start with this lady she has the best radio chops in the land she's an author she's a pastor she's an—I mean an attorney I mean where do I go I guess you know who I'm talking about folks the very lovely Kathleen Williams good morning ma'am how are you doing
7: I'm doing great. I'm blessed this morning, Jay. How are
1: you? Good to hear your voice. Boy, I tell you, thank you so much. It's good to hear your voice as well. Can't wait to hear about that trip. Hopefully, we can get some insight on that a little later in the show. But my God, we're wall to wall this morning, Kathleen, and it's going to be something to uh, it's going to be something to experience.
7: Thank you
1: good for being here Kathleen. this morning.
7: Good morning.
1: Let's bring in our, uh, wow, she's coming in now more often, but uh, let's bring her in. She is the director of our social media outreach. She's the one and only Miss Jackie. Jackie, good morning. How are you doing?
15: I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Hi, Jackie. Hello. Hello
1: this morning. And the man who is just The man who gets the first and last word here On the serious side The one who the man who really runs everything around here uh, In between graduations The one and only Mr. L.E.S <laughs> Good morning sir, how are you doing?
3: Good morning, good morning Good morning all the lovely ladies of the TGRS And uh, good morning Jay, how are you guys doing
1: this morning?
7: <laughs>
11: good
1: morning Good morning Mr. L.E.S Good morning mm. Good <laughs> morning doing outstanding, Mr. Elias. He's not Mr. Elias at this time of the year. He's Uncle Les. We're going to call him Uncle Les today because it's <sighs> yes, the time of year yes, that uh, yes. he's out doing Uncle Les. How about Miss broke Uncle, huh? Uncle Les. <laughs> The, there you call go, call we call can add call. that to it as well <laughs> There you go, so Carl, <laughs> Uncle Les is wow. in the house this morning <laughs> Of course, our dear friend and colleague, Mr. Jerome Esprit Usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio But until he shows up, uh, we hold it down uh, The number three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You can get in be a part of the conversation Once again, this show is going to be jam-packed From back to back to back to back Also, our resident texter is in the house Johnny D. Can't wait to hear what he has to say, and, of course, his input on the show as well. Once again, 347-850-1272. 2, 2. Come hang out in the world famous chat room. You can do what you want, but I tell you, a lot to get into. Let me break it down for you. This is what's happening this morning. First up, a TGRS alert. If you live in the state of Georgia, beware. Your law enforcement officers have been engaged in some shady stuff, and so we're going to open the light on this whole thing, some bad things going on in Atlanta, not in Atlanta, but in Georgia, period. We're going to talk about this, talk about that this morning. Sexual misconduct, question mark, Harvey Weinstein was booked and charged in NYC this past week for rape and sexual misconduct charges. Uh, He's out on a million-dollar bail. We're going to have a deep dive on this because we're just – trust me, it's going to be a great conversation. We're going to talk about it. Uh, And last but certainly not least, the NFL anthem protests. The league passed a rule saying that players are now required to, if they step out, they have to stand up and salute the flag. If they don't want to be a part of that conversation or be a part of that ceremony, they can remain in the locker room. So it's a new rule, right? Wait a minute. Not so fast. We're hearing rumors that something different happened. So, man, all three of these topics—if you've been following the show—you know how the show works. We have three topics a week, uh, and of course, the last topic is the one that's really the most banging, the most hard-charging, the one that gives us the most conversation. When well, Dag Nabbit this morning, all three of these topics could be the final topic on any given show. So, boy, I tell you what, I can't wait to get into it. Once again, three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. If you're dressing for church, it's ten after the top of the hour. Get ready, get set. First up on the agenda, uh TGRS alert. We have an alert for all you folks who are living in the state of Georgia. We're going to talk about two incidents, one at a time, uh, that has happened in the last 12 months in the state of Georgia, alarming things that I did not know about. And so we're going to talk about it. Let's listen to the first topic that we're going to address. Listen to this, and we'll talk on the other side.
10: Online radio at its best. The 65-year-old grandmother wailing in this dash cam video had just been pulled over by police in Alpharetta, Georgia. It took six officers to take Rose Campbell into custody. I'm so hurt. The incident starts calmly, with the first officer telling Campbell that he's stopping her because she swerved onto another lane. She refuses to sign the ticket. The encounter escalates. The third officer using strong language.
0: Hey, get out of
11: Shut the f
10: As backup arrives, she's pulled out of the vehicle. Then they restrain her. That third officer, James Legg, was suspended. Apparently lost his cool and his temper and acted inappropriately both with his words and with his actions. Today, Leg resigned. In a letter, he writes, "I feel I acted appropriately and the way that I was trained." But he adds, "Maybe I should not have used profanity."
13: There's an old saying that says, "Treat others like you want to be treated." That's the bottom line.
10: Tonight, right. Camels pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, <laughs> as the department promises an internal investigation. David Igar is NBC News, Atlanta.
0: Online radio at its best.
1: Well, wow. uh, listening to that, but watching it is even more disturbing. Uh, just to give you a breakdown or just to make sure that you understand exactly what you heard, uh police officer pulled over an elderly 67-year-old African-American woman. She refused to sign the ticket. She was dragged out the car. One of the officers said, shut the F up. You have not been charged. Get the F out the car. And uh, if you can go and look the video or track the video down, or if you can uh, determine from the audio, it just got worse. And she ended up being charged for uh, disorderly conduct, and the officer eventually resigned after he was disciplined to find i I'm sorry, uh, Broke Uncle Les. Let me start with you. You get the first word this morning. Uh when you hear this and when you, you know, just the climate that we're in, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh
11: this
1: quite is going disturbing, on in Georgia, by the way.
3: Quite disturbing. Yeah. It's, it's going on all over the country, Jay. I'm sorry to tell you this, but this is quite disturbing that, you know, these these type of things are going on. I mean, this is unreal. She's 65, first and foremost, and you're yanking her out the car? You have no compassion for her? And she's telling you, I'm nervous because I don't want to get shot. White people don't seem to understand that, man. It's like they don't understand that the police are killing. Or, or let me let me rephrase that. They don't give a damn that the police are killing us because it's not them. That's that's the reason they don't they don't have any empathy towards us, none whatsoever, because it's not them. And I've learned that along the way of of dealing with certain people that it, unless it happens to them, they don't care. So I understand her plight. Even when a police officer gets behind me and I'm driving and I have done nothing wrong, I am nervous. Because I don't know if this is the last time I'm going to take a breath. And that is a a bad way to live. But I understand her plight and I understand her not wanting to sign anything because you don't know what these police are. As corrupt as they are, you don't know what they're going to do to you or how they're going to do it to you. I understand her plight. I do.
6: Absolutely. And that's I, crazy in you know, the just...
3: climate.
1: Absolutely. Just to correct one thing, you know, uh, she didn't say she thought she was going to be shot. That's the second part of the conversation. But I can see it. That's going to be a surprise twist for you when we talk about that. But I do agree. Uh, You know, she didn't sign the ticket. You know, Kathleen, I remember uh, a video of a white grandmother uh, being pulled over in Pennsylvania. She actually took the ticket, tore it up, and threw it at the office. Mm Mm-hmm. And the state trooper very calmly stepped to the side and said, uh, you need to step out your vehicle and pick it up. Uh, if not, uh, you will be ticketed for uh, littering. And, you know, she was cussing and fussing and spitting and all types of things. But this just goes to show that there's a double standard. Because like Mr. Elias said, where's the respect for elderly people? 67-year-old grandmother, what exactly she's going to do now? The video shows there were five officers that ended up being called to that scene. Five, all white, and with the one officer dragging her out the car. I mean, what type of country do we live in? Where people are allowed to do such, it reminds me every time I see stuff like this, Kathleen. It reminds me of some of the old movie. You know, it reminds me of actual raw footage uh, from the civil rights movements in the '60s. But it also reminds, you know, I remember watching the movie Mississippi Burning and, and, and just watching all this stuff. It's like we are, you know, they say, you know how they talk about things. They always come back in style. You know, Froze are back now, and the bottoms are back now. Is this a situation where now? African-Americans losing their civil rights, is that back in style now? Are we going back to the 60s? Well, you
7: know, it, it, it's it's so disheartening. I'm just kind of, um, you know, just a little bit choked up here. I, it's terrible, and its it doesn't seem like it's getting better. It seems like it's going in the opposite direction, of course. Um, You know, the culture, the energy, the vibe of this country right now is subject to constant berating by, you know, uh, a bigoted, untempered, uneducated, unsophisticated individual who is constantly pouring poison into our minds, himself through Twitter. And through the media, 24 hours a day, there was nothing more um, peaceful and relieving, and uh, as to get out of this country. I was so happy when I got back. I couldn't even I couldn't even turn on the television, because I didn't even want to see clips of him for the upcoming news. It, it was you don't even know how stressed out and uncomfortable you are in this country until you get out.
11: Mm. And
7: you don't have to hear him 24, as he, hear him, see his face, and listen to the uh, impact of his bigotry and his words 24 hours a day. But anyway, back to the grandmother. Um, I'm glad that this officer suffered consequences. And more of them need to suffer consequences. And You know, I, I was wondering about this yesterday. I thought I was just going to be writing an article about it, but I'm glad I have the opportunity to say something today as well. Um, yesterday I was driving to, I don't even remember where, I was going to a meeting, and I made a right turn, and I saw the police on the opposite side of the street, right? So when I made my right turn and I was driving straight, Within moments, their light changed and the, uh, their truck pulled up and was just driving behind me. I hadn't made a ridiculous turn. I had used my signal. I wasn't swerving, you know, no, uh, no substances in my body or anything like that. I'm just driving to go to a meeting. And as we, you know, we cleared one light, get to the next light, I stopped. I put on my signal to make a left turn and they're driving behind me again. I'm not doing absolute, I'm doing absolutely nothing wrong, but I was so scared that I couldn't I couldn't even continue. So, you know, that we approached the Staples and um, I wasn't going to Staples, but I turned in. I turned into Staples and sat in the parking lot for a few minutes to, you know, like just kind of get myself re-centered and then continued on my way. And white people, you know, folks would say, you know, that was ridiculous. You know, what did you really uh, think was going to happen? But what we also know is they'll drive behind you, run your plate, wait for you to do something wrong, and then pull you over if it happens to be ticket time, right? I mean, we know it, ha- it happens all the time. And then you know that when you're stopped, you have, like you said, Miss Elliott, you don't know if that's going to be the last time you see your family because you've been pulled over by some crazy police officer somewhere or if there's a normal cop that are just, you know, on their way wherever they are. But they're driving in the same lane as me. You know, I'm driving slower. And it's, just, it's ridiculous that we have to live with this with this trepidation and under this kind of fear for being... Citizens and driving while black, walking while black, <clears throat> sitting at your house while black. It, it, it's something that I'm not sure what the answer is, but it certainly is not to stay silent about this because it's not just us here on the radio show. It happens every single day, all day long, and something really has to be done about this.
1: 347 850, 1272, 20 minutes after the hour, 22 minutes after the hour, listening to the uh, Serious Side of the J. Ross Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio. And it's best. You know, what type of country do we live in, Vanessa, where you are in just a state of fear. I mean, you know what Kathleen just talked about, I experienced this past week. Uh, I was driving through a neighborhood, you know, doing the speed limit, and and uh, I got to a stop sign. I went through the stop sign. The cop coming the other way made a U-turn. And, you know, I don't know where he was going. He may not have – I may not have even been on his mind, but the fact that he was behind me and he was like within the car car lens. Uh, from my bumper, I just kind of drove casually. I, I, I'm scared. I didn't do anything. But then all of a sudden, I felt this anxiety come over me like, oh my God, what is this guy getting ready to do? And, and you know, and like Kathleen, all of a sudden, you know, I'm thinking, man, what the heck's going on here? And I'm driving three o'clock in the afternoon, beautiful neighborhood. Long, you know, well, I was in my truck. But, I mean, the bottom line is, is that, you know, a beautiful truck too by the way. But but it, you know, just <laughs> it, it's 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 just that it's just that fear Vanessa. what type of country do we live in where we are automatically sweating when law enforcement turns around. Like I said, the guy may I may not even be on the guy's radar. Maybe he was making a U turn and go back to the station, maybe he was falling to, was to, to your the heat license he, he may but well, see there you go. There you Why? go. There
13: you go Why? That's what he was doing.
3: Because Taylor's black. black
13: But listen guys In Houston I've been in Houston 55 years my whole life There is two neighborhoods One is Pasadena in, in Houston And one is subtle City? Well three And one is Bel Air When you drive through those little Cities that sit right in the middle Of Houston Oh my god you better drive Like under the speed limit Of uh, Tunnel vision, don't make a complete stop at a stop sign. Don't go around a pothole because I got a ticket because I went around a pothole. But I'm just saying those are places that black people just could not drive through. Now, I'm 55 years old. I got my license when I was 15. So I still have friends that will not drive through Pasadena. I still have They will not. They're like, oh, I'm not going over there. I'm like, but this store has this on sale. Oh, I I don't care. I'm not going to Pasadena. It is a shame that we have to be like that. That way when the Ku Klux Klan was marching and stuff. I mean, I hate to tell my hate. But there were signs in Pasadena niggas not allowed. I'm telling you, there were police officers who would pull you over just to pull you over. So it was like that then when I was a kid, and unfortunately, it is still like that in America.
1: Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely.
13: still like that. My it's friends still woke up. They still woke
1: yeah. And I know exactly what she's talking about. She's right. We we even had a situation uh where we had a picture, you know, he was I think his son was killed or yeah. shot or something like that. I can't remember the that happened at Bel Air just because of the fact that, you know, once again, yeah, that was only no real support you yeah, yeah, yeah. It was out there. So uh-huh. let me get let me get your your comments, Jackie. What do you think about all all of this? And you know, folks, just because of the hard hitting impact of this show, you know, we may run breaks, uh, we may go go to break a little later, or whatever the case may be, because we have a lot to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about everything that's on the agenda this morning. Uh, so, Jackie, your thoughts? Yeah, um, it's
2: it's
15: just ridiculous. It's nothing more to say about it than it's ridiculous and I know I'm going to sound like a broken record to keep making this point but it's just so true people bring off a certain energy
11: mm-hmm.
15: when Obama President Obama was in office it was about love and hope and fear and you know he brought off that energy.
1: He was about that he was about that
15: but, but yeah but yeah, but Trump, you mean great? I mean, it's like this this racist air about him. It's just, it's like in the air. And it's, just, I don't know, it's like racist unite. I mean, he's just putting out that racist, divisive energy, and, and it's just sweeping throughout the land.
1: Well, I guess what I'm hearing from you is, and I think I'm hearing this from everyone, that, you know, President Trump is providing the cover that allow these people to do some of the things that they're doing from, you know, once again... I mean, even wearing body, cam, uh, body cams, and they're doing these things, knowing that they're being recorded. I mean, think about what's going on with them taking, you know, babies from their mothers, uh, from you know, when they're dealing with the immigrants. I mean, what's going on in this country is something that we haven't seen, at least, you know, when I was born doing the Civil Rights Movement. But, you know, trust me, I was a young kid. I mean, to be at this age, at this time uh, in history in our nation, it's just shameful. Here's the other uh uh, bit other uh, 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 bit that I want to play and I want us to have a conversation we'll run a little later on this break but I definitely want to make sure that we get this one in as well here's the other uh, sound bite we'll play this and we'll talk on the other side
0: online radio at its best
4: The video shows a Cobb County, Georgia police officer talking to a woman in a car he pulled over on a traffic stop. She's unwilling to move her hands, afraid, she says, of getting shot, and he tells her, don't worry.
0: But you're not black. Remember, we only kill black people. Yeah, we only kill black people, right? All the videos
11: you've seen, have you seen black
4: people get killed? Though it happened a year ago, the video is just now coming to light. The officer, Lieutenant Greg Abbott, has been on the force nearly 30 years. His lawyer says he was, quote, trying to gain compliance by using the passenger's own statements. But the county's new police chief said today that what happened was unacceptable.
8: I don't know what's in his heart, but I certainly know what came out of his mouth. The recommendation is to terminate his employment from the Cobb County Police Department.
4: The date stamp on the video, July 10th, 2016. Hey, wait me Just four days after cell phone video went viral, showing the moments after a white policeman killed a black driver, Philando Castile, in Minnesota. As shocking as the Georgia video is... Remember, we only kill black people. Leaders of the black community in the county say the chief's decisive action is
3: reassuring. We have hope here on, in Cobb that we have a chief and leadership Mm -hmm. that is serious about bringing this department to be one of the better ones in the nation.
4: The police chief says the community and his own officers expected an appropriate response. Pete Williams, NBC News, Washington.
0: Online radio at its best.
1: You know, uh, another situation where a Georgia, you know, law enforcement officer, is engaging in things, in my opinion, that was just just horrible. Uh, and and you know, so so to hear a police officer tell someone, "Hey, remember we only shoot black people." I, I mean, this is this is amazing. That 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 this type of dialogue that we have to continue to have these conversations uh, in this day and age. So let me just swing it around the table and get everyone's thoughts on that, uh, Miss Elias. Uh, your thoughts, please.
3: Well, you know, at least he didn't lie He told the truth They only shoot black people The bottom line Um, <laughs> oh, wow. but I mean, I, I hate to be so cynical But the bottom line is, you know And he, and, you know, I, I, I'm familiar with the story And he said he was, I was only joking What a hell of a way to make a joke What a hell of a way to make a joke You know, but the bottom line is This this is the, this is the atmosphere Like I I got to echo with the ladies that, that Trump has created When he said, I'm going to back the policeman No matter what I'm going to black. I'm going to back you guys. I have your back. So no matter what they do to us, he's going to back them. And, and if you look at the climate of, of, of so there's a, there's a case in Evansville where a black fire, the fire officer waved at a police officer and he, and he threw him to the ground and, and, and had him in handcuffs because he said the black, the black fireman flipped him off. And this guy's a pastor and the minister and all, all this other stuff. So, but, uh, you know, and, 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 and what did the police chief say? Well, I got to hear both sides of the story because, you know, our did I know both of these guys. And he knows both of these guys. And he says, this guy's great. This guy's a good guy. Both guys are good guys. Come on, man. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. There's a lot of misconduct going on. Yeah, absolutely. Cath, wait. Cold War was
1: taken right out of the... the-
7: uh Agent Orange playbook, right? Uh there's good guys on both sides. That, mm-hmm. that is, you know, it's it's code language that they're using. Um, but I, I heard something interesting, I believe it was on one oh three point nine and correct me if I'm wrong because, you know, I may have heard it here. But anyway, um someone I think it was Leo Hewley asking his audiences, Well what when do you think the shooting of black people by police officers no excuse me the shootings of um school when do you think that will stop and one woman called in and said when the shooter is black that's mm-hmm. a way to stop these school shootings so i thought of that when we're saying when this officer says well we only shoot black people because you think of all of these school shootings, they've been able, except for the ones that shot themselves and maybe one or two others, they've been able to take these mass shooters into custody without incident in the majority of the cases. So even the Dylan that shot up the church, they took him, I believe that you all, somebody was telling me they took him to McDonald's first or something before Burger they King. took him to Burger King, thank you. Before they <laughs> yeah. took him to um, the precinct. Um, e- each and every instance, they're able to take out this the guy that was setting off bombs in uh, New York City, in the village. He's still on trial right now, I mean, or going through the, the legal system. They were able to take him in and they caught him Days later Sometimes they get wow. them with with Weapons in their hands And they're still able to disarm them And take them in alive. But they stop. But we're stopped Or not even stopped But standing in our grandmother's backyard On the phone And somehow or another They can't figure out that This is not a threatening situation But no we need to kill this young man young and younger boys with toys in their hands uh it's it, it's ridiculous and if george Zimmerman didn't teach us anything else he let us know that look this is this is just our privilege whether i'm a police officer or not this is our privilege to be able to kill your boys and your young men and your men and
12: get away with it
1: yeah it's uh, it's a it's a shameful shameful uh, time in American history, 347 2, To It's uh, bottom of the hour, a little bit past the bottom of the hour. You're listening to this serious side of the J. Ryle Show. As we continue to talk about our first topic, I told you this is a hard-hitting show, back-to-back uh, topics that are just, all three of these topics could qualify to be the third set on a normal on a normal Sunday, but we're going to tackle them all. Let me uh, read, uh, Johnny D has checked in, that I definitely want to get comments from Vanessa and uh, from Jackie. Uh, Johnny D says, it's uh, important." of the majority of law enforcement and correctional professionals which serve their purpose with integrity and uphold their oath I salute you. Unfortunately the lack of cultural sensitivity, awareness is being promoted at the highest levels of governance. The fact African Americans and Hispanic Latino Americans have to live In fear of the public servants That are charged to protect and serve The citizens of their communities As an abomination of America And the false amendment of the Constitution As a member of the criminal justice profession It stands me to say Be alarmed, be alarmed Well said Vanessa let me get your thoughts on this
13: I think uh, we can be on talk shows and radio shows and do chants and everything else. I just, I just don't know what it is going to happen or what it is going to take to change the way things are now, the way things have been since I can remember it. I'm 55 years old. I just don't know what it is that we can do.
1: Yeah. Uh, during, you know, during Chatterbox is where we listen in From our listeners you can either put Your comments in the world famous chat room I'm getting comments at the chat room People can't get in uh, just keep trying I'm pretty sure it's open uh, but we also uh, Monitor social media Sites and we usually read Comments uh, during the, That section of the show but I I wanted to jump in and read something here real quick from a young lady by the name of Veronica. She just said, simply put, she has tears in her eyes. Um, and, you know, and it's a very humbling moment, and it's a very sad moment that you live in a country where you are law abiding citizens, you're doing the things that you're supposed to do, and yet and still you consistently live under the threat of police violence. Jackie, let me get your thoughts on this.
15: Um. I'm going to both respond and do the social media thing right quick as well, since we're kind of in that time anyway.
1: Um, what do we do after the break? You know, let's, 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 stay, let's stay in order. Just, as soon as we come out of the break, you can go ahead and get that comment. But uh, let's, Give okay. me your thoughts on this particular right. uh, thing.
15: Um, yeah, I I don't know what to say, <laughs> to say about that. I'm, I'm with Mr. L.A.F. I mean, what a way to call yourself. Joking. And what is all this stuff want to surface after a year and all that? It's called a cover-up. It's, it's called a hard-working
1: co- journalist. It's called a hard-working journalist who, who always, you know, that's one of the reasons why the president wants to shut Journalism down you know you have Journalists everyday guys who are out There following petitions under The you know the freedom I guess it's The freedom act I'm not sure what the, the right Name of it is who's trying to get information Out where you have police Departments and and all these different you know All these different entities out there who's trying To keep this information you're right Jackie there's a Cover-up but you have journalists out there Who are following these notions in court who Are doing all these different things uh, To make sure that this stuff is Brought to light go ahead and finish your thought
15: no I'm
1: done I don't have nothing else to say' okay. just trying right, anyway, to so, right, said already all right let me okay let me let me do this uh, something that happened at the end of the movie remember the movie a time to kill remember at the end when where the attorney uh, the defense attorney gave his comments uh his remarks let' so close remarks in that case and he asked the audience to close asked the jury to close their eyes i'm gonna ask you guys to do the same thing close your eyes for a second that 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 clip that you just heard, it was a white woman who was afraid to take her hands off the steering wheel because she was afraid that she was gonna get shot. Uh huh. So you thought maybe oh it was a black girl, white girl that they actually ended up taking into custody. It's just a shame, shame, shame. Once again, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Just a show back to back to back, wall to wall. Just topics that we need to get off our chest that we need to discuss. All right, in this week's edition. Of in four minutes or less uh, We're going to take a look Now, you know, Cosby was convicted of all those crimes Of well the things that he was accused of uh, But, you know, we never really and truly heard From his on-air radio I'm sorry, uh, on-air TV family And so this morning We're going to listen to What his TV wife had to say Son, daughter, and son-in-law This is before the verdict But welcome to this week's edition In your four minutes to we'll talk after the facts.
2: For eight years, she was the wife of America's iconic TV dad. (laughs) Felicia Rashad describes the Bill Cosby she knows. He's a genius. He is generous. He's kind. He's inclusive. Tonight, speaking to ABC News exclusively about a dozen women of sexual assault and impropriety. What has happened is declaration in the media of guilt without proof. Earlier this week, her remarks about the women who have come forward created a firestorm. You were quoted online as saying, forget those women. And that was a misquote. And that is not what I said. What I said is this is not about the women. This is about something else. This is about the obliteration of legacy. Because some people might think that it was dismissive i am a woman i am a woman i would never say such a thing but she's under attack today as three more women step forward with new accusations against cosby felicia you should be supporting these women when you first heard women were saying they had been drugged or raped. I had never heard that before. And I can't even speak to those things and don't want to.
12: Lisa Bonet has opened up for the first time about the sexual assault allegations leveled against her former TV father, Bill Cosby. Bonet claims that she wasn't surprised to learn about the allegations against the disgraced actor. While she had no knowledge of his alleged inappropriate behavior while working with him on The Cosby Show and its spin-off A Different World, Bonet says she often sensed a negative vibe from her co-star. She revealed, There was just energy, and that type of sinister shadow energy cannot be concealed. Bonet and Cosby famously shared tension regarding her professional choices, including his opposition to her role in the 1987 film Angel Heart, in which she had a nude scene. When asked if the revelations of Cosby's behavior have changed her memories of her time on The Cosby Show, Bonet responded, no, it's exactly as I remember it.
6: Now you deal with another sad situation, Hmm. Bill Cosby. Hmm. How many years were you on that show? Eight years. How old were you? was uh, thirteen. We started out with thirteen. You said he was a mentor to you. I knew Bill very well, interviewed him many times, spent a lot of time with him. Has this been difficult for you? Yeah. Um because when you watch someone who you know and love, you know, go through what he's going through, it's difficult not to uh, you know, not to feel something, have some kind of emotional response to, you know, what this person is. Have you spoken to him? Yeah Have you lost faith in him? Have you lost feelings for him? No What are your feelings? No, not at all I, it, Honestly, m- my biggest feeling is um, I feel sad For, you know, just Just the way this whole uh, just, just the way the whole story has come about And, and when you're You've done so much Wonderful uh, So many wonderful things For so much of your career and uh, you know after having had such a long path and long journey you have something like this that you've got to contend with You forgive if it's true we never will never know uh, I don't think any of us will never know what the truth is
9: I think like a lot of people I was really giving Bill the benefit of the doubt this was not The man that I knew. This is not the man that I worked with. He may have had other faults, but he certainly was not drugging people and and raping them. And then I had a conversation with an old friend. Bumped into her. I hadn't talked to her in in a couple of years. I just thought, hey, Mm -hmm. he used to be like your mentor or something. Yeah, and I don't want to say too much about her.
2: So he was a
7: mentor to her?
9: Yes. And for two hours, she sat in my car crying, telling me her story, all of the details, and at that moment, something changed for me. She turned to me, and she said, she wiped her her face, and she said, do you believe me? And I said, yes, I believe you, and that was the change, and I had to look with with sober eyes at uh, what was going on.
16: One month or two. Five. Certainly, darling. Look what you did. What? You spilled. I'm sorry. It's it's just a little bit. Here you go again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What what can I do? You can't do anything because you can't do anything right. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, just shut oh. up. <laughs> See, it a you?
6: Kids learn a lot from their parents, including domestic violence. Stop the vicious cycle today.
7: Harvey Weinstein has been taken into custody. After an ongoing investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct, E.T. can confirm that Weinstein turned himself into police at the first precinct in New York City early Friday.
1: Welcome in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Even every now and then we mess up. Uh, welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Rouse show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the Tjrs Radio Network, online radio at its best. Uh, it's once again just an action packed show from the beginning to the end. So we're we're going to have extended sets because. Every topic we're talking about this morning Could really be the main event Uh, Let's take an opportunity to bring in our colleague The man who brings you on a week-to-week basis On a need-to-know basis uh, The one and only Mr. Jerome Is is in the house Good morning, Jerome, how are you? I'm good, man, how are you? Doing outstanding, thank you for being here as always Um, You heard the lead-in On Harvey Weinstein He was arrested He was charged and, you know, this is a topic that, uh, to be honest with you, I've been waiting to have this conversation. And I know that this topic will probably be somewhat controversial because of some of my thoughts on this thing. Uh, but, you know, let me let me start with you, Mr., Mr. Elias. Let me see if I can get you in trouble first. Um, <laughs> why not? When you – yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, One of the things that, you know, not only Harvey Weinstein is dealing with a situation this week, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman. uh, Matter of fact, he was suspended by Visa. Uh, Looks like the Actors Guild is thinking about taking actions against him. He came out and apologized. He said, Look, if I made anyone, I'm paraphrasing here, if I made anyone feel uncomfortable, uh, whatever the case may be, I am sorry. I didn't, the intent was not for me to do this. And so now he is facing. Serious backlash. I guess my question for you: What is your definition of sexual misconduct?
3: Sexual misconduct is any unwanted advances that 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 are not um, that that a lady doesn't want. I a mean, you can. Unwarring. I mean, huh? Go ahead. I mean that that's that's what I'm. I'm I mean, like most men, they are gonna dare and hit on a woman, and the woman tells you she's not interested. You back off and leave. Them. Because you, as a man, are going to hit on a woman. That's just a natural fact. But if you keep pursuing it, and she tells you, Hey, look, I'm not interested. I'm really not interested in you. Back the hell up. Don't touch them. Don't bother them. Leave them alone at that point in time. Because everybody is not for everybody. And if that woman is interested in you, she'll let you know. But if she's not, don't keep pushing yourself up on her. That's my let me idea. Ask you this.
1: Okay, well, okay well, well, all right, that's, that's fine but, but let me, here's my follow-up question to, to to my initial question When we When you say unwanted sexual advances Right So let, let, let's say and, look, and listen I think we all can say this I can't speak for the other two gentlemen That's here, but I can say For me I'm, um, I'm damn certain that I've said something to a female back when I was in my 20s that probably under today's environment would get me in trouble. I'm almost certain of it. So my question is, Mr. Elias, follow-up question to you, and I want to open it up to everyone. If I said to a female back in the day, oh, my God, you got a nice tail with you, girl. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Jay, leave me alone. Oh, come on now. I'm Big Daddy Yum-Yums. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Oh, Jay gone. All of a sudden, here I am, you know, and I want to dream big. I won the Democratic nomination for President of the United States. But all of a sudden, all this stuff comes out. And now not only am I in a situation where... I cannot be uh, uh, president, but now everything I've built is ready to go down the drain because I've been accused of sexual misconduct, based on your definition, Mr. Elias, of me wanting to talk to a female, and she didn't have the same feelings that I had, and all of a sudden, here I am in trouble. How fair is that to you, Miss Delia? So let me say this, me say this. because I'm here, I'm here. here they I'm here. come. I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start checking out some of these sites. But I know, I don't know what Morgan Freeman did. I am not condoning anything. I'm just telling you from my. This is what I see. So, Miss Delia, how is that? Is that fair, Miss Delia? Well, uh, yes,
3: Jay. Because back in the day, it was is? a different climate. Yes, I mean, come on. Back in the day, I I was crazy. Wait a minute. So it's fair for me to lose everything I built? No, no, no. What you said from back in the day,
1: I'm not understanding your question. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I may have said something back in my early 20s or even early 30s that could probably in this environment be considered, you know, sexual misconduct. But now, you know, years have changed. I've matured. You know, I have this, this wealth. I have this business. I have this stature in life. I'm running for president. All of a sudden, this stuff hits the airwaves. In this environment, now, not only am I I'm going to not only lose my ability to run for office, but now I'm going to lose, you know, pretty much my wealth, my endorsements, because of today's definition of sexual misconduct. And you're telling me that's Fair.
3: Yeah, Jay, I am. <laughs> I wow. am. You know, we, wow. we pay for the... Okay, okay, put it wow. like this, Jay. Wow. You know, that is fair, man. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, <laughs> you are wow. who you are. <laughs>
11: okay.
1: So, Jerome, let me, let me ask you real quick, and then I can't wait to hear this because I really want to hear the ladies, but I want to get... Jerome, based on everything that Mr. Elias and I just talked about, what's your opinion, man? Is it fair is it is something that I did a long time ago? I mean, you know I mean as far as unwanted sexual advances what is no, I, what is your definition of that um
5: no I'm gonna say no, I mean I don't agree with that, but you know everybody's so everybody's sensitive these days, so i this is a subject that I really just don't like because of um you know, if you can go back 20, 30 years on everything, it's like saying I stole some penny candy when I was little or something, or I took a pen from work, should I be prosecuted from it? Like people say stuff and they do stuff when they're young that has nothing to do with their personality, who they grew up to be. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday um, who, was, uh, who was a lot older than me, and he said, I remember a uh, fight broke out in school, somebody did something he was i guess the kid was like 14 he said that's when the police would just take you home you know he said they're they're hell bent on arresting everybody now so he said right now that same kid who did something when he was 14 he would've been in jail for at least about 10 years at that age but back then they would just take you home like our society is a little different now but you can't go back and prosecute people for stuff they did years ago because you're like oh now that laws are in the books That if you did You know what I mean Like you can't change People's behavior In the past Because of new laws That you just made up today Right So you can't just Pass a law and say Hey If if somebody says the word But Then Technically You can get a misdemeanor Well Hell You can go through All of these tapes and, And recordings And be like Everybody's going to jail You just can't do that So I don't think I agree with The whole You have to be Accountable for the rules Of the game When you are in that game Like when those rules existed But retroactively going back You know I can't I can't vouch for that I can't support that at all
1: Wow you have to be You have to be responsible for the rules Of the game at the time you played the game Wow (laughs) listen to that That's that's, that's a a profound statement Alright let let me get around to Kathleen Uh, Kathleen (laughs) Attorney Mother uh, You know uh, spiritual advisor, author. Can't wait to hear what you have to say about this.
7: Um, I don't know. Make me really want to hear what I have to say about this because I. Um, no, I do. I, I, I do. I, okay, so we, we've had this discussion before, and I think when it first when the first issue first began and the Me Too movement first began. And this is, um, this is a topic that was brought up before on the show and a topic that I've heard so many times on, uh, you know, in the media and so forth. Men keep bringing up this comment about what if I, you know, what if I did something when I was three years old and now that I'm 50 and trying to move on with my life, should I have to pay for, you know, the sins of when I was ignorant or when this behavior was accepted? And to me, this is just a ridiculous diversion to take away the focus from the seriousness of this matter right now, um, that we're dealing with <clears throat> with women changing the dynamics and changing the, the permission and freedom that men felt in the past to be able to violate, abuse, and uh, intimidate women. And so now suddenly this Conversation: The Me Too movement is now focused on the abuses of on men rather than the constant berating and abuse of women over all these years, and it just annoys me that we have to look at it that way. So, you know, or or that I'm encouraged to to sit and talk about that. I think each instance would be taken under advisement. I don't think that this Me Too movement is intended to now um, uh, abuse or mistreat men who did not have a pattern of behavior that that, that literally dictated a um, not only superiority but a freedom to continually and consistently abuse. And take advantage of women in, 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 in certain situations, um, using their power and so forth to take advantage of women. And the idea, this, this to me is the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. That's just, this is the equivalent of that to me. So I just get so annoyed when this conversation comes up, because you're asking me to be logical about a hypothetical situation and I don't think that I've seen something that like this that was just hypothetical. I did some I said somebody had a a nice body thirty years ago and now I'm running for office and they tell me no you can't right? If you wanna use the guy I can't even remember his name right now. Probably one of the first that resigned from Congress. He was an actor or comedian or something like that and the Democrats kind
1: of... Just uh, <laughs>
7: uh, yes, the Democrats kind of quit, quickly swooped in and told us, I think it was Pelosi was probably leading the bandwagon on this, telling him to resign over something, uh, one photograph that they came up with, and I don't know if there were, like, more women or not. I'm just using his as an, him as an example. And so many okay. people felt like he should not have resigned. And if that if that one photograph was the issue, I agree. It was horrible, but he apologized. He didn't deny it. We didn't see any pattern of behavior with him, and so on and so forth. So I think these situations should be taken um, separately, individually. But I just don't like turning this conversation into that. that for me, that's different.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Let, let me push back a little bit, but I'm going to swing around to you, uh, Vanessa. Um, uh, you know, you, you bring up the Harvey. You know, you bring up she brought up Al Franken. And, 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 you know, and, and the photo of him once again standing over a woman, a woman with, with his hands covering, you know, over like he's grabbing her breast or groping her breast. You know, that led to him being uh, ousted. I mean, that was the the evidence that you know, boom, led for him to be kicked out of Congress or or for him or him being forced to resign. But you know, but I think in that case there were a, a few more women that came across. But let me say this and and and. And I want to definitely get your your your, your uh, uh, opinion on this. Yes, I, I like really and truly believe. I know that's – no, 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 I, I will. Let, let me tell you, when I ask questions about things like this, uh, you know, I, I, I'm in a learning mode, right? I, I'm in a mode where I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, you know, we don't – that's what makes this country great. We don't agree on everything. We really and truly don't. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about how you feel. What I'm concerned about here is a situation where, you know, we can't act like that. there are not women out there that will say and do things that are just, I don't like the way that song did this and I'm going to come get them. Now, so my question is the same. If, you know, if we are in a situation where someone is upset, someone is mad, someone, you know, I may have said something, you got a big tail girl, blah, 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 blah. I don't like that bastard. I got them on recording saying these things. And all of a sudden, here I come. I'm going to put it out in the public. And that's not who I am or what I am. I was young, dumb, and ridiculous. But now here I am, which life's lessons taught me, you know, how to act. Do thing, things to separate. In Al Franken's case, at all the things he had been doing for women. So, you know, as far as positive change you know, for what, women. Excuse me, David, so, so, that's so, not so, so anything that, new. That's been no, just happening
7: no, no, no. with the New movement. That's been going on forever as long as the no, world has no, no, been around. That's been an I, issue. Kathleen, People brought I, that I get
14: up. It. I, K- Kathleen, well, I get
7: no, it. I'm not. You I'm not connecting it now to the Me Too movement. No, 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 you know,
1: no, I no, 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 no. no. Well, but we have to, Kathleen, because that's the, Kathleen, we have to do that because this is the moment that we're in. You, you can't say that, that everything that's going on right now, the, look, the, the, the Me Too movement, I applaud it. I really and truly think it's overdue. Women who have been getting abused in the shadows, bravo, this is a good thing. What I'm concerned about now is, are we going to take every little thing that has happened in the past and file it under that category, and now all of a sudden we're going to, you know, men who have made mistakes? Because let me tell you something, if anyone amongst us who haven't committed a sin or have made a mistake, say something now. None of us can say that. So, so why? Let me swing around. Somebody give Vanessa the opportunity to talk here. So, why are we in a situation where if this happened a long time ago, and it's not rape, it's not you know forcing yourself on a woman, if it's just you saying something inappropriate to a female, why should you have to have to go through this for something you did a long time ago? Is that right, Vanessa? You know.
13: I was so shocked when I saw that it was Morgan Freeman, but then I wasn't shocked. Right after somebody posted on Facebook that they were going after a black man, I immediately started Googling it. Then I turned on different news channels to see what I could find out. When I saw the interview with this black girl was being interviewed by Morgan Freeman, And she said something related to, I'm not uh, dressed as uh, as the others are, or I don't look like the others are that were interviewing with him, something in that nature. And he leaned back, uh, excuse me, like a normal black man, a man, period, and said, "Uh, you look good to me. I don't see nothing wrong with you, you're looking fine to me. I said, is he crazy? Did he know he was okay? Then the next one I saw, he was white. He was interviewing him and the, the other two co stars of that movie, were interviewing her, and he was looking up that lady's leg, between her legs, when he said, Ugh, I wish I was down. Okay. People can say what they woke to say, but when they got you dead to write oh video, that's just your butt. I'm sorry. So you can't say I didn't do it. Now, I did hear you say that the Supreme Actors school was thinking about taking his license or whatever, and I think that's horrible because I haven't heard them say they might have, but I have not heard just say they did going take anybody else's. So why are you taking Morgan Freeman? I understand that he lost the visa contract. He should. Everybody else has lost some stuff. But I don't think they should take his Green actor skills paperwork because you know what he worked hard to get those hours built up, they have extra insurance and benefits. You didn't take the other people's screen actor skills license. why would you take his? So him apologized that Jay seems desperate, absolutely nothing to me. He just do y'all remember that Morgan Freeman got caught about ten or fifteen years ago? in a car wreck when a white woman and his wife found out at the hospital. Do y'all remember that? So you know what? Carl is finally caught up with him. That's all I got to say about that. I remember He's that. He finally caught up with him.
5: I remember that for nothing.
13: From nothing. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine, Jerome, how his wife felt that she got a phone call to go to the hospital because her husband was in an accident and to find his girlfriend was at the hospital with him and she was white. Oh, please. Exactly. I probably went to blood and
5: shot him with some stuff in the hospital and got rid of him. <laughs> I just can't believe that. he's not going to get a lot of sympathy for, for even an accident at that point. No, <laughs> I,
13: didn't even, I wouldn't have had no sympathy. So, all I'm saying is that that got told that it got brushed up under the carpet. So, karma has a way of coming back and biting you. And this is the way that karma sticks to take care of him. Because look at what he did to his wife. So, you know, I, I just, I don't feel any sympathy for him. Other than they need to take his license, but all the other endorsements, he needs to get all his best pulled, just like the other people have gotten their to pulled. This is not a black and white issue, y'all. This one is not black and white. This issue right here is harassment that men have gotten away with for many, many years. Some women are sluts and traps or whatever. They flirt, they, you know, try to screw their way up the chain. But it's the case that the woman is not interested or has not approached you. That's that's out of bounds, baby. That's foul, foul when you are looking at somebody's dress. And you got witnesses that you were looking at somebody's dress. So that's, I'm sorry. She's to get here it's just like I do Bill Cosby to over to here. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Vanessa, sounds like you have uh, got some audio issues going here. Let's uh, bring in, looks like.
7: Uh, oh, uh, I, that, I, just, I would like to bring again That's all right. I think i down. So down, I just down. want to say one more thing, and that is that if, yeah. if, in fact, every single instance of, you know, just like Vanessa was saying, if, if, if in fact, over all these years, every single instance of sexual misconduct and sexual harassment was actually brought up against every man who ever did it. We would have no time for anything else. We would, just like we hear Trump 24 wow. hours a day, seven days a week on TV, that's all we would hear on television if every single instance was brought up. Because I could tell you right now, about however many that have, have happened to me since I was a kid. When I went to school, the sexual harassment and sexual misconduct against girls was continuous, continuous. With boys, There was actually a day of the week that girls didn't want to go to school. It was called D-Day, and that was the day that the boys would run around and pull your skirt up and snap your panties or snap your bra and stick their hand up your dress and all that it was called DJ there was a day and the, the teachers knew everybody knew kids complained about it girls complained about it girls would go home crying because they just got their period this kind of thing has gone on against women constantly constantly wow. and it's well. the same thing like when we try, as black people, we try to explain why we're intimidated and, and we get so nervous with cops driving behind us that we pull over. This is the stuff that women go through that I don't know that men really understand, Because just like you say, okay, well, I did this when I didn't know anything about it. I was much younger. It was 10,000 years ago. That might have been how you thought it was okay to do because men just thought it was okay to do that. They used to get away with it, cat calls, this, that, and the other. But you don't know what it's like being a woman walking past men yelling stuff at you like that and then turning around calling you a bee because you won't respond or you say something nasty back to them, and then all of a sudden you become afraid for your life now. And this is what we've lived through since we were little girls, little girls. But let me ask you a question.
1: Let me let me, let, me, let me let me ask you a question, Kathleen. Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a question right there because, you know, listen. I, I mean, I'm listening to you talk, and, and you know, and I'm I'm just I'm moved by what you what you're saying. And, and, and you know, it's almost like you know. Let me tell you how I feel right now. I feel like uh, a white person. When they sit down and talk to a black person about all their life's experiences, because they never experienced the things that we experience, it's like, oh, my God, it's an eye-opener. It's an eye-opener for me. But here's my question for you. And Ms. Elias, I just got a text. I think uh, the princess uh, showed up, so maybe we can get her in here if you have the board. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my question for you, Kathleen, is this. And I think you have a little bit of reverb going through, Kathleen, so hopefully we can get that fixed during the break. My my, my question is this. All those uh, 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 um, uh, emotions that are harbored, everything that you've gone through – uh, during those times. you're right. Women have just been treated like pieces of meat, you know, forever in a day. You know, this whole thing, I've never heard anything like this, pulled up dresses. I, I never heard of it. It just makes my skin crawl when I think about it now. But because of all those things that you've experienced in your life, the people who probably did that to you are gone and done whatever. So is it fair for a person who has made... Let me ask you this. How... Do do can a man ever be forgiven if they ever participated in anything like that when they were young in your mind can they be forgiven for that can they have their record exonerated can they can they have their their, their slate wiped clean if if I say now, if I say now that, look, I did those horrible things when I was a kid. I participated in that. I grabbed on females' butts and all that nonsense. But you know what? I'm a man. I'm a mature man now. I've read. I've educated myself. I've done things to fight against those the, the misjustice and unfortunate things that have happened to women. Can I be forgiven for that? <laughs>
7: Uh, listen, if you, no, you didn't lose me. I'm over here just trying to. to, to, okay. to, to, to I, I Listen, do you think I'm going to run around looking for um, what's it? CH,
1: one of the. No,
7: no, 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 no. That, of no, that. I understand that. I,
1: no, I you understand. I'm I mean, just saying. That's why I rephrase the question.
7: But, however, however, if he raped me. Or if you did, if you raped it? me, and if it was constant, you know, putting your, you know, yes, 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 because I don't necessarily think that those behaviors would change, or if they did, then you, you know, work it out in court. But if that is something that happened, like these kids that are um, raping girls on campus, and the, a lot of the athletes that are getting away with it, and they're on campus doing it, they yeah, I think if yeah. you come back, yeah, you need to deal with it. You need to deal with it. No, and I deal agree with, with that. It now and deal
1: That's with a it whole and different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's bring in uh, Dr. Prince Odea. She showed up here. Um, and, wow, we are really running over. Well, let me let her get a comment here before we get to this next next uh because we definitely want to get in it. And I want to make sure that we give Jerome enough time to do what he needs to do. Uh, bring it Dr. Prince Welcome to the show. Doctor, how are you?
12: I'm awesome, thank you. Hello everyone, everyone. okay, I want to say first of all, I was very, very shocked uh when I read about Morgan Freeman this week. very shocked and uh, the comments i i i I believe that these people are grown it's it hurts us that they've lost uh, whatever they've lost because they've put in their time. But the things that happen to these women, we can't, we can't discredit that. And especially a man in Morgan Freeman's position, the things that he's done that has been alleged, that he's done, and we have seen on, on video, et cetera, proof of what he's done and his character It's sad to us because we've looked up to this person and we've said, you know, I was just looking at a movie that he played in last week as well. And I'm thinking I was, I had just made a comment. I said, man, that's my boy. I love when he's in movies. I just, you know, love this, that, and the third. And we have this image of them. But if I were that woman on the other side that was going through, that had been through what these other women have been through and nobody has said anything, and I didn't say anything for fear, if I say something, I say something, and it is fair whatever happens to him um, because it, it, it doesn't matter. Some things have been very, very blatant, and just like Kathleen mentioned earlier, yes, we've gone through so many things from childhood. I was, oh, man, I, 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 had, a, I had an uncle. I was sexually harassed at, at Ford Motor Company from a high executive I've been through it. I know how that feels. I know how it feels to be scared to say something. I was that one crying to my grandmother, Mother, what am I to do? Because this man could completely kill my career here. if I And, and, and I'm not going to allow him, but I was going to be quiet to save my position. And if it wasn't for uh, my direct uh, manager who... Saw it and went to human resources on my behalf and against my word after him promising me that he wouldn't, but because he thought it was severe enough to do so on this gentleman, um, it would never have been said. And I would have just gone through it because I wanted to save my job. And if this Me Too Act came apart, I mean, because I had you know, already you know, left Ford Motor Company, etc., Um, I wouldn't say anything now. I wouldn't go back and try to find the guy. But that's me. That doesn't say that the next woman is still working there. Now, if I'm still working there and still dealing, you know, and it's still an open wound, would I say something? Maybe I would because it would matter to me for me to say something. And I think it's important that the women come out. Some of the things that... Cases that come out, yes, we say, you know what, that wasn't even that big of a deal, you know, or because that's how we take it. You know, I I felt I I had a, a feeling about Congressman Conyers here. I mean, that really, really bothered me because he was a friend, he's a friend of mine. So it really, really bothered me. And, you know, sometimes we feel that what the woman said wasn't that big of a deal, but it is a big deal. It's all a big deal. And if we got to hear it every time we turn on the TV like we hear every time we turn on the TV that somebody got shot, for it to matter, for, for men to get it, that, look, guess what? Stop whatever the heck you're doing and understand that women are not taking it today, that this is not right. If we have to be the yes. ones to hear this annoying stuff over and over and over again for the next generation of females that come in, the, in, in into the world to, that maybe. They don't have to deal with what we dealt with and we've sacrificed ourselves with, then so be it. So freaking be it. It's sad. No, we didn't like about Bill Cosby. No, we don't like what happened to Morgan Freeman. No, you know, we don't like what happened to Congressman Conyers. I mean, come on, Congressman Conyers has, yep. man, <clears throat> decades of history, of positive history. He's the <clears throat> reason that there's the Martin Luther King. Um, day, all kinds of things that yeah, it's like yeah. wow. After all of that, you end on a note of right. sexual harassment. It's It hurts. But something has yeah. to. Something has to change because children are being yeah. raped. Yeah. Girls yeah. are being raped. Kids are being raped. Babies, yeah. you know. People yeah. have to know yeah. you're gonna get it and don't do it. So hey, keep it coming <laughs> right. and hey, yeah, let's absolutely. keep our fingers crossed.
1: All right folks, wow. Uh what a powerful show. Uh 15 minutes left in it. Want to get into some NFL talk. We'll be right back after the break. Don't works.
16: Message for all you teenagers out there who are thinking of becoming babysitters. Go online and take the Babysitting Basics course offered by the Red Cross. Do
0: you know where mommy and daddy
16: keep the bandages? You learn know how to handle situations like this? It should have never come to this. More importantly, how to avoid them. Do you know where mommy and daddy keep the fire extinguisher? This is cat food. <laughs> you take the course she had to go to the store i guess i'll be okay you'll learn how to take care of kids even the infants this is not how mom does it Cat food. i'm begging you please. go online and take this course Red Cross offers classes that teach the basics of babysitting. In just a few hours, you'll learn how to handle an emergency, the basics of child care, and how to talk to the parents if something should go wrong. Take the course. Go to redcross.org babysitting and register today.
4: The NFL is out tonight with a new policy on the national anthem, insisting that players on the field must stand for the anthem or that the team will be fined. Players taking a knee to protest became a national controversy after President Trump condemned it. Well, tonight the players say they were not consulted, and at least one team says that if their players kneel, they'll pay for them.
1: Welcome back in. 347 850 Listen to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS radio network, online radio. At its best. A lot to get into, not enough time, but let's say good morning. We always have time to say good morning to the people in the house and say good morning to the ladies first. Vanessa Maybelle from the Macanelli, Good morning. How are you? Good
13: morning.
1: She's I'm here, good. I promise. Out oh, here? All right. Here. Good morning to the, the very lovely Kathleen Williams. Good morning. How are you?
7: I'm
1: doing great, Jay. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Doing outstanding. Dr. Princess you good morning.
12: Good morning, everyone.
1: My main man, the smartest man in the world, and I just kind of received a comment from one of the listeners about Jerome. I have to read it during Chatterbox. Let's say good morning to the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome. What's going on, Jerome? How are you doing, brother? Wait a minute. Do not really do in chatterbox if I can't respond to it. I'm just joking. All right, what's up, man? <laughs> oh no, you're gonna like it. it it's it's you can respond. <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna like it. And of course, the man who gets the first and last word around here, broke Uncle Les. What's going on, broke Uncle Les?
3: Hey, man. Hey, good morning, everyone. <laughs> good morning. Let's, let's say good morning to the folks in the chat room, if you don't mind, sir. Well, I surely don't. There is actually no one in the chat room, but
1: Rich sister and Covina. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Good morning to you guys. I'm pretty sure people are listening. I'm getting a lot of comments. People say they can't get in, but I don't know. Maybe it's your person. I have a lot of folks out here on social media. I mean, good God. I mean, from... uh, Vinny, Veron, oh man, Verano, Andrew, Andy, uh, the pastors in the house, Mary in the music check, man, her comment is interesting, matter of fact, that's the Jerome comment that we're going to read uh, <laughs> at the end. So we're going to do a little change because once again, we're up against time, so no third break, we're going to go immediately into a chatterbox after we have a conversation about the NFL policies so let's just get right into it because we have about five or ten minutes to get into this thing NFL has decided that black players your voices don't matter So according to the league They said that basically If someone has, let me see if I can find that Michelle, can you find a way that reverb's coming back from um, okay. you can hear, maybe it's just me Uh,
9: yeah, I, so, could, I, so you, NFL, I don't hear
1: it You can hear Okay, maybe it's me I don't Alright, so the NFL came out and said, Okay, maybe it's me Uh, The NFL came out and said that, basically, there's a policy in place that players now must, when they're on the the field of play, they have to come out and they have to stand up and salute the flag. Well, stand for the flag. If they don't want to be a part of that ceremony, then they can remain in the locker room. And so... So they said that this is a new rule change. But now it's being floated around, Jerome, that, wait a minute, they really didn't vote on this. It was like a secret vote. So really, the league just kind of did this on their own. And so now we are in a situation where people are debating whether or not the NFL has the right to stymie or to tell players that they cannot protest in a peaceful manner, taking away their First Amendment right. What are your thoughts on this, Jerome? And kudos to your team and your region, the New York Chess, I'm a new New York Chess fan. I will be buying their merchandise. I will yep. support the owner of that team. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think that their
5: issue is um, that they want to control the players by telling them what to do. A small, amount of, a small number of people inside of the NFL made a rule that they blamed on the owners and then they are, yeah. are going to get fallout. So, Here's my, here's my perspective on that. I think the team should go out on the field, those people who want to be there, uh, be there for the National Anthem, then the team goes back in the locker room and everybody comes out. Because the problem is, is that if the people who are staying in the locker room um, stay in there and then come out after the National Anthem, they are going to be like, um, they're going to be like targeted. So if you yes. have a team, what are you gonna to do to make sure your team is not targeted? If you're the coach, y'all a team, y'all need to stick together. Y'all need to, you teach that, and then you're like, okay, black people stay in the locker room, white folks come out, salute the flag. All right, cool. Because you're just telling the world that black people are still treated differently anyway. So it don't care mm-hmm. it don't matter how they feel. So they got a dilemma on their hands, and it's gonna it it's gonna
1: backfire on them.
11: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, wow. kudos to Chris. Kudos to the Eagles, Chris Long, who wrote us. I mean, just his statement was just a. It's just a seething statement about the NFL. This is a white player, uh, the former punter for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he's out, white player, coming out saying this is ridiculous. Mr. Elias, though, you know, as I, you know, let me just make this real quick announcement because, uh, because of all the powerful topics we had today, oh my goodness, um, we're not going to be able to do a third uh, set. I'm not going to be able to read all your comments. What I will do is take a comment from a listener from each segment and make sure that they're represented. And then we're going to go straight to Jerome's segment. So we have about another five minutes to, to, to push this around. And uh, also have a, a, a comment or a text from the world-famous Johnny D. I'll read that as well uh, during Box. Um, You know, when we, when we go back and you, and you look at what's happening with the NFL, Mr. L.A.S., you go back and you say, wait a minute, here's one of the reasons why I love the NBA. Because the NBA don't have this problem. Now, people say, well, the NBA make their players come out and stand. But the NBA owners are, they know what the NBA players stand for, and they are out there supporting their players. So, you know, if their players want to wear T-shirts that says can't breathe, guess what? Not a problem. They're not sanctioned by the league, per se, taking away their right to. Is taking away their, 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 their right To free speech Because even though the NFL, the NBA, all these are businesses The NBA understands Mr. Elias That yeah, we may be a business per se But we also know that we represent The country We, uh, you know, our audience Is the world So we have a responsibility because we operate In that, in such a public way That we have to allow You know, people look to us for change Our, our players are role models so they have a responsibility to speak their mind when it comes to things like this. What to you?
3: Well, my, my old Raul would disagree with you there, Jay, but I digress. Um, all I can think about on the NFL is uh, yeah, yes, sir, Master. You're right about that. Yes, sir, Master. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want me to do yes, sir? Yes, sir, Master. Because this, this is how they're trying to treat these people. They're million-dollar slaves. You know, you can't speak up for what you believe in. If well. you do, we'll get rid of you. We'll get rid of you. Look at Colin Kaepernick. As compared to, he's a he's a he's an NFL quarterback that <laughs> the Houston Rockets could have used, but they didn't use him. Why? Because they they, they
1: blackballed this Jackson. guy
3: because he stood up for something he believed in. Hey, he, well, maybe the Rockets could use him, uh,
1: too. Maybe, maybe the Rockets could huh? use him, yeah. no, You said the <laughs> yeah. Houston Rockets. Maybe they could have used him last the night. I mean, the Houston, yeah, but the Texans. But the bottom
3: yeah. line is, you know, these people are not, you know, they, they, what happens to your First Amendment rights to stand up and, and, and for what you believe in, to speak speak the truth of what you believe in. The, all the people that are saying this don't believe it because they want you to shut up when it comes to your First Amendment right. So don't hand me that stuff about I got freedom of speech stuff because you are trying to silence me now when I'm trying to give you my, my freedom of speech. This is a silent protest. And if you talk to any veteran, they'll tell you that taking a knee is the way to honor a veteran anyway. That's what they do in the field. Yep. They take a knee. Yep. So don't hand me the stuff that they're yep. dishonoring the flag. Don't. Because Trump yep. set this up, and if this had nothing to do with dishonoring the flag, and if there was such a dishonor to the flag, yep. why don't the NFL give all that money back that they got for, for, but from the Department of Justice, I mean, uh, the defense uh to, to make this a, a thing in the NFL Why don't they get that money back I bet you they won't Because it ain't about that It's about money
1: Yeah, it, it's about money And uh, you know the, the the Department of Defense Pays the NFL a lot of money To have Military Month And all that other stuff So, you know, it's a money game Absolutely Let's get out to the phone lines uh, Let's try to get them in here real quick But I tell you what We are pressed. We may have to table mm-hmm. this discussion Until next week But let's, right. let's, let's bring them in Uh Let's bring him in. Uh, let's bring in Steve. Steve, good morning, man. Welcome into the
14: show. Uh, good morning, everyone. I wanted to make a very important comment about what we see going on across the nation with the the women, the the Me Too movement, things of that nature. One thing we have to keep in mind is that we are not seeing liars prosecuted. You know, when I think about the Kobe Bryant case, where yeah. we're we're not seeing the women that lie prosecuted. So there's, there's no balance there. And the politicians, the majority of the vote are women. Politicians fear the women vote. So that's the balance to that argument. If we're dealing with a situation where you can accuse people of something and there's no consequence to that which provides an incentive to do that, a lie, and then there's no consequence for that because the majority of the voters are women. So we have to, and I also believe there's certain jurisdictions, maybe even in New York, they're going to start passing laws where it, 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 it's almost like I almost think there's a sinister agenda to reduce the population by stopping men from talking to women. And I know people might laugh at that, but. You know, the catcalling I'm hearing about catcalling We have to understand There's more to There's a sinister agenda In this country that goes far Beyond this The Me Too movement And we have to think deeper.
1: Let me jump in, After Kobe Bryant let me, let me won that in. case After those lawyers it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. See, let, let me jump in, Steve, here, real quick. I think what we're going to do is, and, and this is a, this is a powerful topic, and I think you know what we didn't do it enough justice by not, we didn't give it enough time. I think what we'll do is we'll dedicate. Uh, uh, a, a portion of the show next week to continue the conversation because I think there's a lot of opinions people I'm reading a lot of stuff that I'm getting from folks out there on social media a lot of people are in tune to this and I'm hearing from the guys who are saying things similar to what you're saying about this you know and one guy even brought up something that Jerome talks about uh during uh his segment of the show where he talks about how when we look at these pretty blonde white teachers how they get away with doing things and if it was a uh, you know a guy teacher it' the book so you know people are talking About the inequalities with this And so I think what we need to do is I think there's a couple of things because we are really Running out of time so I'll tell you what we're going to do And folks we're just doing this on the fly Live radio is live radio I love it We'll talk about the NFL protest next week let's push It back let's also have a conversation About this particular thing Because now it's looking like People are moving along It's becoming a male versus female thing You know, I had a guy brought up something that we talked about uh, two years ago when we made the comment, Mr. Elias, how um, uh, uh, a man was forced to pay child support after a woman, you know, took a condom out of the trash can poked it with holes, and, you know, and got herself pregnant. He was forced to – so now men are starting to bring up all this stuff. So I think we just need to have a conversation about it, uh, and um, and let's dedicate more time to it. Let, let, let's do that because – I, yeah, I think we need to do that because we are running out of time. Folks, I am so sorry we have to end it right here as far as the talk portion of the show, but we do have Chatterbox. Uh, and, you know, Mr. Elias, let's uh, let's jump into that Because I definitely want to hear Jerome's part of the show It makes me feel good He brings us and tells us things that we never hear Or, you know, just another, a lighter side of the news uh, Per se, so well, let, let's do that So let's jump into Chatterbox right now And see if, you know, you're more than welcome to come back And, and we can continue this conversation next week But we, we have to go God, not enough time yeah. All right, so here we go yeah. Chatterbox where we uh, talk about things, are uh, we comments from our listeners And our world famous chat room and from social media? Mr. L.S., what do you have? I got Corvina, man. He
3: says, Back in the 50s, winking at a white woman got Emmett Till, Ma- en- Emmett Till killed. Today, winking at a white woman can uh-huh. get you killed or kill your career. Get out. <laughs> Hashtag get out. And he says, uh, get get St. Clemens says, Hashtag get out. The movie Get Out is. Uh, St. Clinton says, I yeah. just wanted to go back to where the players are on the field doing the anthem like it used to be. Boom. Yeah. You That's know, it. we're going
1: to have that debate because, you know, you know, you know, know. the one thing about protests is to make people feel uncomfortable. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely have that conversation. We didn't have enough to say about that. All right, let me read a couple. I'm going to read one from each uh, segment because I want to make sure every segment is represented by folks who are listening. Then I'm going to read what Johnny – matter of fact, I'll read what Johnny D. said – at the end of the show, during my final final comments, I'll use my time to read his statements on sexual harassment. Uh, Mariana Music says, "Jay, maybe you should have followed Jerome's lead during the second set stay quiet, dude. No excuse for me and Haven, no matter when it happened." Mariana Music, I'm going to talk to you off the air. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Andrew. From Saginaw, Michigan, the NFL has every right in the world to demand that their players follow company policy. The NFL is a private institution. Here's a bet. Go to work tomorrow and protest and watch how fast they get watch how fast you get thrown out of the building. I agree with the purpose. I disagree with the form. I tune in to see football, not to be a part of a social change event. Now, Andrew, I don't have enough time to respond to that nonsense there, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm you know, union, I'm union, union and I can go on so and protest you know what I have to. I want to. Say. I want to. I'm, I'm a, a union, union member. member. You don't, you don't, you don't, you, oh, man. You're, You're okay, a scab. We're going to get him. do worry about it. Andrew, you stay, you stay tuned. You stay tuned. And the pastor, Pastor Jones, reached Richmond, Texas. And that, look, Jay, you were right. You were right. So far, the best show of the year. So many thoughts are going through my mind right about now. Don't I don't even know where to start. All I would say is, it was a profound show. What a profound show, and God bless you all. Okay, thank you, Pastor. All right, you got it. You know what we're going to do next week. I'm going to read Johnny these comments, do all my segment of the show. But right now, it's time to turn it over to the man, and you know who he is and what he is. Here it is. Five,
11: 1 two, two, three,
0: three, The First three, four, Lady dazzles on election night in a. Tell me, what do you want me to do? Legion,
1: the a of the United America. States of America. Social media, I hear you. I will read Johnny these comments, I promise, during my segment of Last Call. But right now, it is time for Only Needs, know Basis with the one and only Mr. Jerome. Mr. Okay, Jerome, man, what do you have, sir, this morning? You know, I must have missed Mariana's um, comment, so,
5: you know, I'll, I'll have to catch that a little bit later. You
1: want me to read it to you again? Uh, I'll read it to you right now. She says, "Jay, okay. maybe you should have followed Jerome's lead during the second set and stayed quiet, dude." That's what
0: she
5: said. <laughs> so so was a compliment on me keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> okay. okay. I guess I can respect yeah, that. Yeah. yeah,
11: yeah.
5: <laughs> All right. Yeah, now, I've, I've heard, so, no, no, I'm saying about me being quiet. So I guess I can say. So, I, have re- I have to respect it. Um, You know. Everybody knows who the um, the fake black lady is, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Dolezal. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she was charged with welfare fraud and illegally receiving more than $8,000 in food assistance and $100 for child care, despite netting $84,000 from her autobiography. She got wow. welfare fraud. There's a lot of jokes in here, but I'm not going to say none of them. Nope. my biggest
7: issue with oh that man. is eighty four thousand dollars on the autobiography.
5: What? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That could be problematic. But then the eight thousand dollars in well um, food stamp fraud is a whole other thing. <laughs> Maybe her autobiography is true. Like I don't know where that's going. But I didn't see her autobiography, <laughs> so I guess I can't say that. <laughs> um. Now, many Americans, uh, America's major um, housing markets, remain racially segregated, including many cities that boast about being a melting pot, according to a new study. So Milwaukee, New York, and Detroit are at the top of the metropolitan list, um, metropolitan regions, with significant patterns of racial segregation, that's according to the U.S. Census, by apartmentlist.com. Now, Milwaukee was found to be the most segregated of all major American metropolitan areas. Really? Minorities take up 32% of the population, but nearly 56% of them live yeah. in areas that are less than 25% white.
11: Mm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, um, so, so the ranking system is not measured by diversity, by the way. It's um, calculated by the extent of which integration has occurred, um, regardless of the city's actual overall demographics. So it just means that if, like, the the top cities like Milwaukee, Cleveland, Detroit, New York City, Buffalo, New York, St. Louis, Missouri, Birmingham, Memphis, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles have highly redlined black areas and white folks are everyplace else. I mean, you can live in other areas that's a little more diverse, but they're not diverse cities.
11: Hmm. Now,
5: there's a couple of predominantly white cities, such as Portland, Oregon, um, Seattle, Washington, and Salt Lake City, that are um, amongst those ranked le- the least segregated. Hmm. i tell you why that is, because there's no black beauty in Salt Lake City. I'm just joking. Really? They, got a, yeah. they got a Martin Luther King Boulevard in um, Salt Lake City. And I, and I didn't see any black people. I was there for two weeks. I'm just joking. I've seen a couple. <laughs> but I guess Same it's a little too. segregated. <laughs> they don't have a bunch of black folks on top of each other. I guess that's the whole of that, their senses of the story. Mm. All right. Now, experts say that Amazon's facial recognition technology called recognition um, exhibits a racial bias which could potentially lead to the wrongful ac- um, accusations and arrest of people of color. So many are calling on Amazon to release the data that shows how they train their software to reduce bias. <laughs> but it's
3: yet to do so. I guess but, I guess it goes all back to the fact that we all look alike, huh, Jerome? There you go. <laughs> hey, so most people don't most people don't know
5: this, but I can tell you this. You know Kodak was probably one of the first cameras that actually had color correction for black people. Because color film was not made to actually um, photograph black people in natural color. So that's why facial recognition now, yeah, facial recognition now has a problem discerning black faces with facial recognition software. (laughs) Isn't that that weird? You would think technology, they would be able to do that. But they never actually had corrective lenses to do that, even with photographs. (laughs) So when there are black people in photos, that's why black folks turn out a little bit different if they have a white person in there, because the color correctiveness in it didn't come out for years, and they still don't use it in regular um, lenses on um, even on camera phones or regular cameras. Wow, so Kodak was the first one that had true um, true color,
11: hmm.
5: what they used to call it. And hmm. it seems like a weird weird thing, right? and <laughs> not weird about that? Yeah. Facial recognition does not work on black people because mm. the lens does not capture black people's faces the same as it do white folks. I don't
7: know if that's a bad thing
11: yet, though. <laughs> 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 I'm
7: just I, is, I, guess, I guess if you take a picture with I only black divide. people, the
5: picture would come out better. I think that's kind <laughs> of No, kinda I don't know. You know, when you
7: said facial recognition, that part, I don't uh-huh. know if that part... Bad. Well, yes, with the photographs, because I, I always wondered why when I take a picture of myself with my camera or whatever, like for example, in Europe, in all those places, I was like, how come all the white folks look great and I look all good? <laughs> well, <laughs> I look that like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what yeah. about? Yeah. And actually, I did, have, next you know, I
5: I did the
7: story
5: a story
7: about that a few months ago. You no, know, t- taking pictures of the entertainers and stuff, but, you know, so there's several. Get this white folks, black folks on the stage. I take a picture of them, and everybody white looks great, and Jonathan Butler looks like you know what? Yeah. I can't even see his face. Like, yeah,
5: yeah wow. it's, it's it's weird. Like uh, um, that that's a that's a fact, and you can kind of look that up online. Someone did it um, um did a documentary, and I want to think I think it was PBS, but it's the history of um of photographs or photos in Still, till the day, our camera lenses cannot differentiate black faces. And, that's crazy. And I don't think there's anything that they couldn't change. I think that's just crazy. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Really? Uh, a jury ordered uh, Samsung to pay $539 million to Apple in their drawn out iPhone patent trial. <laughs> so, the world's top smart- smartphone rivals have been in court over patents since 2011 when apple filed that lawsuit and samsung spot smartphones and tablets tablets cuz they copied their copyright to make samsung when people say samsung is just as good as iphone they ain't just as good they are iPhones
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah, just...
3: I, i've been one to saying that, wrong cuz I, I refuse to go back to an iphone i do
5: <laughs> hey you, if you got a samsung you technically got one. just say you had the uh, you got a different yeah. version of the iphone
3: the, yeah yeah the the uh <laughs> The knockoff
5: version (laughs) Yeah you got the J phone (laughs) H-I-J The J phone (laughs) So um, I I don't know if you guys heard this story But privacy fears um, Are now like in everybody's Home because of the new Echo This woman's Echo device recorded her Private conversation and sent it to a, A random contact So Amazon said It's working on a fix but this woman in Portland said that she was shocked to discover that her voice-activated echo device recorded and sent audio of her private conversation to another person, with, to her contacts, without her knowing. Wow. Because you know how the echoes work, I right? I was one, one of those, man. I thought about it, thought about
3: it, thought about it. I was like, nope, mm-mm.
5: Yep. Uh, a no friend way. of mine just said that they were just about to, um, they got one sent as a gift. And they were gonna hook it up, and I said, "Let me know so I don't talk when I'm in your house." <laughs>
3: <laughs> really?
5: Yeah, they're they're gonna record because they have buzzwords, wow. and so you know, you can use a word randomly if somebody's talking, and it's gonna wake that thing up, and
3: it'll start recording. Somebody said something about if you say something about uh, CIA or something on there, it pops up too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because oh, you know the government oh, really? has it in it too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, like I don't want it.
5: Like, we're being recorded just because you said that right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> you know how that goes? Like, the phone companies have always been like that. If you use so many buzzwords, I think in, on phone conversations, there's, like, six. So I can't say what you just said again because mm-hmm. it's flagged and stored. And then if you use those words too many times, then they um, they escalate the anal- the the analyst to look at the conversation, to listen to the conversation. Well, man, really? we get more listeners. Yeah, y'all can tune in. <laughs> 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 of the ratings, we're like, we got everybody listening. <laughs> like, there <laughs> you go. All wow. right. So public support for vaccines um, have dropped 10% since 2008. Now just 70% of Americans believe that vaccines are very important, according to a new study. The new poll supports um, shows support for vaccinations amongst Americans has dropped with 70%, again, saying that they are very important in 2018 compared to 80% in 2008. So it only dropped 10%, but, you know,
11: hmm.
5: there's a reason for that.
11: Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. So the um, prescriptions for HIV prevention drugs, um, it's P-R-E-P, sword amongst soldiers, um I guess it soared to 2,000 after the. Uh, I guess the military had a don't ask, don't don't ask, don't tell policy. But another, they're saying that another 10,000 people would benefit for using that um, HIV prevention drug. But apparently, among soldiers, more than 2,000 people have been um, getting more of the HIV pre- prevention drugs in the military, and so. They're saying, hmm. you know, and they're going to put the don't ask, don't tell. They're going to get. They're going to probably get rid of that. But mm-hmm. they're saying that since that policy's been in, uh, another ten thousand people would could benefit from that drug if they um, if they can get it anonymously. Wow. Yeah. All right. Now chemicals found in um in um I can't even think of what it's called now. With sunscreen, yes. Chemicals found mm-hmm. in sunscreens um, that protect your skin from the sun's ultraviolet light were found mm-hmm. in 95% of the participants in the study of people undergoing cancer treatment, mastectomies in particular. 95%. Mm. So people who had wow. mastectomies, they found sunscreen um, chemicals in their tissue. Of the people 95% mm.
3: really hurting you Instead of helping you Yes mm. yep. and so Are they saying That the chemicals Themselves are carcinogens
7: Did they go that far yet Yes They, they Actually they
5: kind of Are saying that It's It's Well they're not saying That it is a carcinogen They're saying Ironically 95% of them Had that chemical yeah. in them So yeah. <laughs> they, They're trying not To get to Saying that sunscreen is causing cancer, but they're saying the chemicals in it is interacting so that it's a high probability that if you have breast cancer, you probably are using sunscreen. But they won't say sunscreen is causing it. They're going to say the sun is uh, causing it. (laughs) You get that, right? You have sunscreen, but but the sun is causing your cancer, but when you put the screen on it, it's... um, (laughs) It's interacting, so it may not help your cancer that the sun caused. I don't know. Mm. <laughs>
11: <Or laughs> the, ways cancer to this. That the
13: sun, it may cause the cancer
5: that the sun didn't cause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> you look at it that way. So
7: the sun don't cause you it. Talked it about, sunscreen. You talked about already the, the um, carcinogens and the majority of black hair and skin care products, right? Well,
5: yeah, I, I covered that before, but not on um, – not on this segment, but yeah I, I, I'll bring that, that story back up And we'll talk about that next week But there's been okay. uh, a study Or a couple of studies found that in black women's Projects, products, especially hen, um, Hair care And it was something else Had a high incidence The carcinogens that were in their projects, Products are higher than Everybody else, so black women are more susceptible to cancers Because of the skin, their hair care products in some of the skincare products, but I'll I'll get the specific product or the specific um, chemicals on the next shelf so that you can check right. your bottles. But it's going to be in there. I think they said it's in like 90% of um, products yeah. aimed at black women. Yeah, they have percentages in them. Wow. Now the yeah. NFL reportedly used a consulting firm um, to poll if Colin Kaepernick has remained a free agent um, as a you know they they polled to see if um if Colin Kaepernick who took a knee during the national anthem if he was detrimental to the um to the team so there was a poll that was conducted by the Glover Park group 4 months <laughs> into the quarterback's free agency that began in March 2017 and um the poll found that um I guess they're saying that the teams used that consulting poll numbers and that's why all of the teams would not hire him because the NFL commissioned a poll to see how negative Colin Kaepernick's um, kneeling was on league. So if I got that out correctly, the issue is yeah. that they polled specifically Colin Kaepernick. That's why he's being um, blacklisted, bald, or whatever you want to call it. Out of the league Which Should help his case Because Yahoo yeah, really. Just released this According to a source That They have been polling Behind the scenes And they're making decisions Based on the polling mm. That's cold blood, All right, Let me
1: jump Let me jump in real quick Duval. Let me jump in real, real quick Because the show's about to come to an end We're going to go over a little bit Because uh, Of the time But let me read something here real quick By Johnny D right For the live audience Then I'll read the other one at the end of the show, and, uh, and then, Jerome, you can continue on. I just want to make sure that people okay. can get it live. All right, let me read it here real quick. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. 850 uh, He talks about the NFL. When you own and operate a billion-dollar company, you have the right to develop, implement, and enforce rules for the betterment of that company. Please don't take – please don't think of this as being patriotism. He says, First Amendment and Trump. this should be above an owner of a company having procedures and a standard of conduct. That willingly come before his company And its employees sit hereby Sorry about this Because uh, it's coming in crazy Too willing uh, You nearly have a half a million service men and women That are required to click the flag Do you think they do you think they do that willingly or because it's the requirement of their job? And I'm sorry, because they're not coming in in order, so I tried to read them as quick as I could. All right, another comment from Johnny D coming at the end of the show. Jerome, hey, man, we have time for three more. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to lose the live audience in 60 seconds. All right, Jerome, man, it's all yours. We're in overdrive.
5: Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use uh, one of those three to make a comment on that. It, it is that they're a private entity, okay. but you need to understand that they fall under the um, – the rules of, of monopolies. So the government does regulate the NFL because of the unfair. Um, you can't start a football team and join the league, so it's not private. So technically, they can't, they're still regulated by the government. So they're private, individually owned teams, but they have a monopoly on the league. So they are not a private entity as a league as far as their tax status is concerned. Therefore, that since they fall under monopoly rules, the federal government does regulate the NFL. So just so that we get this straight, you cannot freely just create a team and join the NFL. It is not a private league like that. So they fall under the um, antitrust. I'm sorry. They fall under the antitrust uh, legislation. And they've been fighting to keep that status for eons, and they still have it. So when people say that, they are giving you a misnomer. They're not private like that. They fall under antitrust rules. So anything that they do to their employees, the government can look at or they can break up the NFL. So there you have it for all your comments on the NFL. Now, um, speaking of them, the San Francisco 49ers' um, Ruben Foster has two felony domestic violence charges dropped against him and dismissed after his former girlfriend previously admitted under oath that she lied to police. This happened this week in the nature of our conversation this show. She lied under oath, and he had two felony domestic violence charges. All right. Um, Special counsel um, Robert Mueller is fighting for complete secrecy in his probe in the Russians' role in the presidential election. And his arguments over privacy hinted that the investigation is growing across multiple fronts. So. it is not a closed matter, but it is an ongoing criminal investigation with multiple lines of non-public inquiry, is what they argued in court. So five news organizations, political Associated Press, New York Times, CNN, and Washington Post, asked the federal judge to unseal various warrants, a part of that investigation. And Mueller's team is fighting that request, saying many aspects of the investigation are factually and legally interconnected, they involve overlapping courses of conduct, relationships and events, and they rely on similar sources, methods and techniques. so the investigation is not complete, and the details remain non-public. So there you have it with not getting reached from the Mueller team. It is Trump and those fools who are trying to muddy the waters, but the Mueller team is still fighting that, saying, "No, we have too much stuff, and you're not going to know till you know." So shout out to those folks cool. for staying on task. All right. I know you said I have yeah. I have one more. Is, is that what yes, you sir. say? Okay. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Well, let me just say this really quick. Netflix has their official announcement that President Barack Obama and Michelle, the first lady, the only first Boom. lady in the world, uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama has a multi-year agreement. Michelle Obama is also um, – began her new memoirs, and she released a cover of her new memoirs called The Beginning. So I wanted to to say that. And my last really, really final um, story is that, you know, Australia calls off their controversial Facebook trial, which asks users to send them nude photos of themselves to fight revenge porn so they can compare in case somebody uploads a nude photo of them. (laughs) So Facebook... Will no longer be able to carry out. They want to have a trial to have people voluntarily send new photos of themselves. Yeah, right. (laughs) So they can catch people (laughs) trying to upload revenge porn and they can notify them. Uh, It didn't work. They they cut that trial off. (laughs) I'm sorry. Take a new picture of yourself so I can make sure nobody else is sending new pictures of you. I need something to compare it again. They called it off For the record
1: <laughs> Alrighty uh, yeah, okay. Thank you Jerome for that That's
11: a drop
1: No, mic yeah, That's <laughs> a drop the mic moment right there I have, uh, You have one more you want to throw in?
5: Okay yeah a, a, a Georgia grand jury has awarded One billion dollar verdict Against a security company After an apartment complex guard Was convicted of raping a 14 year old girl So they awarded that girl One billion dollars to get make that happened in
7: Georgia. Say that one more
5: time. Yeah, a Georgia jury awarded one billion dollars uh, verdict against a security company because one of their workers raped a 14-year-old girl
13: in 2012.
1: Did he say billion? Yeah, one billion no, dollars. Yeah, with a billion, yeah, with a B. Yeah. The B. Yeah. Of one billion. Good. I saw that. Good stuff. Yep. Good. Good stuff. yeah Good stuff. Get stuff. Deserve it. I hope they have to pay it. Absolutely.
9: I hope they have to pay it.
1: All right, folks. Uh, I tell you what a jam packed show. We, so much we couldn't hold it within the confines of two hours. Uh, but as promised, we'll definitely continue some of these conversations next week because I think people want to hear. And based on the comments that I have received, oh my God, we're going to definitely talk about it. But now it's time for final thoughts. And ladies uh, are first. Kathleen Williams, final thoughts.
7: Oh, you know what? Uh, today would have been. Today is my mother's birthday, and uh, we lost oh, her wow. in. Uh, yeah, we lost her in 2004. So I just want to oh. honor my mother today. You know, God bless her. Thank her so much for all the sacrifices that she made coming to this country as an immigrant and raising a family here. You know, God bless you, mom. I love you and miss you so dearly.
1: Oh, wow. God bless. Happy birthday to mommy. And she left us a proud, proud gift, and that's Miss Kathleen Williams. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Oh, thank Dr. you. Dr. do your final thoughts?
12: Well, I want to say great show, and I want to just encourage everyone to write your vision board. If you don't like what's happening in the world and your life, write your vision board, um, Make it a declaration of what you want to see and begin to vision that daily. It is our most powerful, powerful weapon, the mind. And I feel sorry for all of the young ladies who have been um, traumatized by sexual harassment. And I am very happy that today in this generation we are taking a stand And for whatever we must go through and endure as a result of the need for change, then so be it. But transformation, it is so. It is so for every last one of us, and it's so for you. I invite you to visit me online on Facebook, on Twitter, and on VisitMySite at BountifulGroup.com. Thank you.
1: All right. We need that person in the background making noise all the time. Maybe that'll get you to get off quicker. I'm just joking. All right. Uh, G- I mean, <laughs> Jerome, that final talk. Yeah. You know, in in the spirit
5: of uh, wishing Kathleen's mother and spirit uh, happy birthday, I want to say happy birthday to my girl, Jasmine. She's like a daughter to me. Graduated from the University of Albany. Today is her birthday. And I Ooh. just want to make that my Ooh. final word. Happy birthday to my
1: girl. All right. Alright, look at As you first, Man, yes, the First and the last word Broke broke
3: Uncle Lex Final thoughts Wow, I knew that uh, myself, Jerome And Kathleen were kindred spirits But I didn't know why Well, hey, look, I'd like to wish my brother Sam A happy birthday in heaven Today would have been his 57th That's birthday. birthday So, That's uh, right. I wish you Happy Damn. birthday, brother happy And birthday. Kathleen, I understand, darling Thank you, I appreciate it. Happy birthday Good to your mom birthday. Happy birthday Thank to your
1: you daughter, daughter Dr. Jerome. Wow. Huh? Yes, Happy birthday.
5: Wow, wow, wow. Oh,
3: it's a down, birthday yes. day.
1: You know what? Wow. You know, Sammy brings up Sam, <laughs> Huh? You should be what, Kathleen? You should be out celebrating and
13: partying.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll celebrate oh. holding a domino tournament at my house later tonight. So I'll definitely be celebrating. Uh, Shut up, celebrating. All the birthdays. <laughs> That's right. All right, uh, Vanessa. Uh, final thoughts. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't see you. Final thoughts. Uh, well, I kind of did my final thoughts at the beginning because I
13: thought I wasn't going to be on to the end. But uh, my final thought is today is just a great day for birthdays or whatever the occasion is, but mainly to thank my father who was a veteran who's buried out at the Veterans Memorial, for the memories of him, my mother, all the ones that have been before us, to say thank you to you, Jay, who have served for us, to have the freedom to be able to do and say almost, almost whatever it is that we want to say and do, depending on the color of your skin. <laughs> and so that is now. Okay, so, those uh, so of you who want to know my last name, I keep my last name in Cognito because of what I do and where I work, so... I don't really just broadcast my whole day, and everything I sell, because uh, they might not like my opinions. Uh, but other than that, I want you all to have a wonderful weekend. I am at the most beautiful place, JLS. I'm going to shoot y'all some pictures, but I'm staying inside because of the allergies, but there's no trees around me. But it is gorgeous here, so go out and celebrate today, and drink a beer, have a wine cooler, spirit off, or whatever it is that makes you happy, and just enjoy today's beautiful
1: weather. It is a All right. And uh, we're praying for, praying for people that's uh, there on the East Coast. I know that there are some people that are definitely experiencing some weather that's not so good, but absolutely we get it. All right, my final thought, I'm going to read a comment from uh, Johnny D. He says, that sexual harassment, in most cases, sexual harassment for an affluent man, men or women, is about power and influence they have over another person, in many cases, desiring their approval and support. For men slash women, that are not considered a fluent sexual harassment, it becomes more about socializing, coping, escaping reality and perception. The belief that we are in pursuit of a sexual relationship with another being often draws out the the perversion, which leads to the lust of the flesh. The American fabric is embodied in a sexual overtone, which leads to the immature to act out their teenage hormones and offend others knowingly and unknowingly. As a parent, I have to assume my girls are empowered and confident while my sons are taught restraint and respect for their mothers and sisters, which should lead to a well-balanced man. Amen, brother. I like the way you said that. All right, listen, my final thoughts are going to be I just love, love, love all the listeners. But I, I I love these people who come here every Sunday and spend their time here passing on the knowledge for you. It's a wonderful thing. So, you know, look. Take time out to tell your friends about the show. You know, a lot of listeners, we appreciate the listenership, but get people out, folks, because we want to bring it to you. These guys are professionals in their own right. They are the best in the world. They're the best in the business. I love each and every last one of them with everything in me, and I just appreciate, thank God, every day that I pass across. And on that note, Mr. LES, if it's Sunday, we're talking What with is it, my friend.
3: It's time for the serious side of the J.
1: Rowell Show. I adore my palace. I adore my love with everything with That being said, let me get started. All right, so Vanessa, <laughs> so, for Jackie, for Kathleen, for the Professor O'Dea, Jerome... Mr. L.A.S. I'm J. Rob, Vanessa Mae Belly Everybody Enjoy your weekend Have a memorial Day. we'll see you Back here next week God bless